Exciting news at This Week Health. Starting May 16th, our keynote show is moving to Thursdays. Catch every episode weekly on our This Week Health conference channel. Don't miss conversations with top health system leaders designed to transform healthcare one connection at a time. Subscribe to This Week Health conference and stay updated every Thursday. Today in Health IT, a glimpse into the future. I'm going to tell you some of the things I'm working on, some of the things I just figured out, and I'm just seeing where AI is going to take us. Pretty interesting. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to transform healthcare one connection at a time. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Great companies, check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. If you're wondering, we're still doing the drive for raising money for Alex's Lemonade Stand, Childhood Cancer, and we're up over $55,000, $58,000 right now. We ask you to join us at our website, top right-hand column. You're gonna see a logo for the Lemonade Stand. Click on that to give today. We believe in the generosity of our community and we thank you in advance. By the way, one last thing, share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Helps a lot. And I think it helps to really move the industry forward. Use it as a foundation for daily or weekly discussions on topics that are relevant to you and the industry. They can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And perhaps as you're having this, this conversation with whoever you shared it with, you can determine whether what I'm seeing is what you're seeing in terms of where AI is going. I got a couple of emails today that were introducing some new features and some new things in various AI tools. And one of the things that really jumped out at me today, I started playing with, I have Zapier. Zapier is a, an integration engine that connects up to 6,000 applications across the internet. It's one of the primary things that a lot of people use for automation across internet architecture. For instance, you can connect into Google Calendar, you can collect at any of the Google apps that you wanna connect into. You can connect into Zoom, you can connect into WordPress, you can connect into, you name it. If it has a set of APIs or web hooks or anything to that effect, you can connect into it through Zapier and it gives you the ability to automate tasks as you move along, including OpenAI, by the way. And I received a, an email from Zapier today and they are introducing their Zapier actions for OpenAI and integration into GPTs. If you remember, GPTs is what Chat GPT OpenAI introduced uh, a couple of weeks ago at their keynote, and it's the ability to create these customized Chat GPTs, if you will, based on your information. So you program it using natural language, and away you go. And so they introduced a couple of Zapier has this email, and I was talking about their different AI tools, and then they had a couple of models there. And I thought those models were interesting. I started playing around with them. And here's what was fascinating to me. If, if you know how ChatGPT is working right now, you have the ability to integrate uh, Dolly 3 to create images. You have the ability to integrate um, Bing for web searches. In fact, that's one of the things I've found to be most powerful recently is, is I will essentially ask it to find information on Bing, can essentially digest that information, summarize that information, and then write additional things based on that information. So it's much more relevant, much more current, and it's already digested a bunch of information. But what happens is you use the ChatGPT interface, you give it a prompt and you say, hey, tell me what the internet has to say about this. And it brings all this information to you and summarizes it for you right there. 
And it's an example of you're using ChatGPT, but it hits another another engine and it goes out and does performs a function. That function then re- returns that information to ChatGPT, which then summarizes it and gives it back to you. The thing that's amazing to me is it's not that slow. I mean, it's slow, but it's not that slow. And it's quick enough that it's functional. And so in comes Zapier. I start playing around with that today. And Zapier, remember, connects to 6,000 applications. And they now have this, this function where you can integrate Zapier into ChatGPT, meaning you can ask ChatGPT something about your calendar. And if you have the right th- mechanisms created within Zapier, it can go out, hit your calendar, and find information. So you could say things like, here's one of the examples. You could say, I have a meeting this afternoon with three people from this company. Can you give me bios on those three people? And it'll go out, look at your calendar, find their emails, then do search on those three people and create bios for those three people and give them back to you. And I think that is the future of AI. We've been talking about it in the abstract. I wanted to get more specific as I started to see it today. And that is, you're going to have ChatGPT or some large language model. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be AWS, could be Google, could be wherever it's going. But it's going to be one that plays well in the sandbox and connects to hundreds, thousands of different applications. And you're going to go in there and you're going to say, hey, interface that understands me in natural language, this is what I'm looking for. And it's going to go out and then it's going to hit one of 6,000 applications, collect that information, do something that information and bring it back. Now in healthcare, we've been talking about this because it's an interesting concept to me because we're worried about, hey, ChatGPT isn't as smart as a doctor. And it's not as smart as a doctor, or at least not a, an experienced doctor. It might be as, as smart as one that just graduated. But at the end of the day, experience cannot be replaced yet uh, by a doctor or by a, a computer. And maybe never, quite frankly, because that human interaction, the ability to do that uh, is something that is, uh, I'm not going to say beyond computer technology, but beyond what we can envision today with computer technology. With that being said, uh, like large language models don't do math very well. So what is you come in to ChatGPT, you ask it a math question, it goes out to a third party engine and it comes back with an answer. And maybe ChatGPT does something with that. The large language model does something with that when that number comes back. But it doesn't do math, it recognizes its limitations, something that humans do, at least high IQ humans do well. And they say, I don't understand that. I'm going to go somewhere else to get that information. And Hopefully we're going to develop large language models that do the same thing. I don't have that information. I know a better place to get that information. I'm going to go over to this computational area over here, or I'm going to go over to these, to the Library of Congress over here. I'm going to go over to this, this, or the American Journal of uh, Medicine or whatever it happens to be. It's going to go out to a smaller, more refined AI model that is going to be able to do a specific task really well get the information back from that model and then do something with that information. I think that's the future. I think that's what we're looking at. We're looking at a series of AI models that are governed by a single model that goes out and hits it. And actually maybe all the models can hit each other, which would create a pretty interesting dynamic, if you will. I'm asking you the math question, but it's able to understand that I'm asking it more than a math question. And then it goes out to a large language model, pulls information back and so forth. But I think you're going to see these things mashed together. I think you're going to see these mashups that are really powerful. 
because we're creating really powerful mashups over here right now. And I, I'm just envisioning it, it's moving so fast that it's really fascinating to me to watch just when I think, oh, this is possible. Yeah, but this is possible today. Next week, it might be something else. It's moving that fast. And so my so what for this, for healthcare IT organizations is don't ignore this. Get as many people in your IT organization working on this as possible. Get them to play around with it. Get them to imagine their job or the more mundane tasks in their job being done by a large language model or some aspect of AI. Ask them, you know, do a do a town hall where you have people share the various ways they're using it. Spread it out, democratize the knowledge, and get your organization comfortable with this technology. It will be pervasive. It is today. It's almost what December first. Is it December first? Close. No, November thirtieth. It's November thirtieth. By this time next year, this is going to be pervasive, and the more advanced organizations will be using this, uh, using these AI technologies to really leverage their existing human capital, their existing staff to do far more than they're doing today. We're seeing that we're, we're seeing that today with the things I'm doing. I'm seeing it today with the conversations I'm having within healthcare. This is moving fast. If your organization doesn't feel like it's moving that fast or if you feel like you're sitting on the sidelines, I would create ways for people to experiment with it, to play around with it to share their knowledge and their ideas with each other and see if you can't generate generate some energy. If there isn't energy already generated, I'd be surprised. There's probably energy already generated, you just have to find it. I know that when technologies like this come out, there are doctors who are using it, there's others who are using it. Find them, collect the knowledge, bring those people together, create a community of people that are thinking about what's possible. This is a new set. This is like when I came to Eminem Mars as an intern and I was an intern in marketing and I went in there for the first time and they had a computer still in a box sitting on the floor. And I asked if I could use that computer. I put it on my desk and I generated some spreadsheets for them on some of the market research that we were doing. And they were amazed at what we could do with a computer. It's that moment again. This the AI, generative AI, the automation tools that are available, the integration that's available. This is that moment and the amount of compute power that's available to you in the cloud. This is that moment, that moment that the first computer came into marketing and they were like, oh my gosh, you could do some things with this. Yeah, you can do a lot of things with this. And we're, we're only scratching the surface today. Even if you feel like you're moving ahead very fast, we're only scratching the surface. This will be pervasive a year from now and two to three years from now. I, there will not be a job in the world that isn't helped or supported in some way by AI and machine learning. There you have it. That's what I'm seeing today. Hopefully that's interesting to you. And if you want to talk more about it, by all means, shoot me a note, DM me, love to discuss with you. That's all for today. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Keep the conversation going. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Companies that are absolutely integrating AI as we speak. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.